I am really going to stretch your decluttering muscles today. Are you ready for a challenge? All right, I want you to grab your cell phone. I know you are probably listening to this podcast on your cell phone, and I want you to unlock it, and I want you to go into your photos app. I want you to look at the number of photos that you have in your photo album. Is it shocking? Does it make you feel overwhelmed? And do you feel like it's just daunting to even start thinking about the task of tackling and decluttering and organizing your photos in your cell phone? I know it does for me, and I know it does for many Americans and probably people all over the world because it's really easy for us to nowadays just take a picture on our phone of every single thing that is happening in our life on a daily basis. Now I want you to go over to your email. Click on your email app, and I know you're already dreading this, and I want you to look at the number of emails that you have. Look at the total number of emails, not just the ones that you haven't opened or read, all of the emails that are contained in your email inbox. Does that overwhelm you, friend? I knew it did me at once as well. I used to avoid the email app like it was a plague. I hated it. A couple of years ago, I decided to make a change, and now I actually love my email app. But my photos are still a thorn in my side, and I'm ready to tackle those going into the new year. A lot of us, when the topic of clutter comes to mind, we don't ever think of our digital clutter. Even though our digital clutter and our digital devices are something that we deal with on a daily basis, it's front and center in our faces every single day. But it's the thing that we ignore the most. And we put it off and we don't want to tackle the digital clutter. But digital clutter can affect us so much more than even physical clutter. So we're going to talk about that today. And I hope that this podcast really challenges you to start getting a handle on your digital clutter, as well as your physical clutter going into the new year. All right, friends, let's dive right in. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Did you know that the average American currently has 83 bookmarks in their internet browser? 83. 83 bookmarks. Bookmarks are when you've gone to a site and you've bookmarked it to read later. That's a lot of information that you have to go back, sort through, and read and find and ingest later on. That's a lot of information. Did you know that the average American has 15 unread emails at all times? I'm, I'm guessing that 
the average American or most Americans have more unread emails than even that. Did you know, and this is this number is kind of small, did you know that the average American has 582 saved cell phone pictures? Okay, I know for a fact that that is a very small number, and that number is probably way off the charts for a lot of people because pictures are so easy to take on our phones nowadays. Did you know that the average American has 20 desktop icons. So on your desktop, on your laptop, you have 20 icons. That's a lot of icons to have in your face every time you open up your computer. Did you know that the average American has seven opened tabs in their internet browser? Let me go to my browser right now and let me see how many I have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight currently. Now, I will attest that I am currently working on a mini course, and I have to have a couple of browsers open, as well as researching information for this podcast. But on average, people have seven internet browsers open, tabs. Now, that's probably a lot more on their cell phone because they don't see those tabs as easily on their cell phone as they do on their desktop or on their laptop. Did you know that the average American has 209 gigabytes of cloud storage that they've already used up? Wow, that is quite a lot. And that's why a lot of people can't store videos or or photos on their phone because they've used up all their, their storage already. Now, some of us who are linked to the cloud, we are sharing um, memory or cloud storage or phone storage with the cloud. And so we do get a little bit more. So just imagine that it's probably double that amount of storage. Did you know that the average American has two unused or broken cell phones? We just, when my kids had their birthdays in November, we, my husband got a new cell phone and we ended up passing down cell phones to my other two kids that have like reached the age where they're communicating with friends through text messaging. And so we went to our, our drawer where we store our old and broken cell phones. And we probably had four or five old cell phones to choose from. That is a lot, friends. Did you know that the average American has 654 gigabytes of external storage? I can think that I have right now all of those thumb drives or those USB drives from back when I was a teacher, like 13 years ago. I have all of that, those digital files still and pictures and videos and everything. I don't even really know what's on them or care to even access them anymore. I'm just keeping them and hoarding them. Did you know that the average American has 13 unused phone apps? Apps on your phone that you're not even using anymore, but they're just still there. You've downloaded them. You had a plan to use them, and for one reason or another, you decided not to. Did you know that the average American currently has four external hard drives? I personally didn't have an external 
any external hard drives until this past week when I decided that I wanted to purge all of my photos and all of my videos from my phone and my computer and put them on an external hard drive. But for the average American to have four external hard drives, that is a lot of digital data that we are just storing and hoarding. Are all of these numbers alarming to you? Because they are to me. It makes me feel very overwhelmed. Like I have all of this clutter and all this junk that I'm just carrying around with me. Now our our homes can look very minimal and very clutter free, but all of our clutter can be held in our devices. And it's so easily to ignore and to not deal with it because we don't have to open the apps to see what's contained inside of them. But they're always still there and they're not serving us well. So what is digital clutter to begin with? Well, digital clutter is anything that is unused, it's not useful, it's not serving you, and it's just taking up space in your life digitally. It's photos, files, phone numbers, it's friends that are on, are on social media, friends lists, like all your followers and all your friends that you are following on your social media. Yep, I'm going there as well. All of that is just clutter. It's not serving you. It's not serving a purpose. You can't access it all to benefit your life. And so it's really just taking up space in your, in your, in your life, on your phone, on your computer, and in your mind. All of this, even though it's unseen digital clutter, it's still creating clutter in your mind. So how does it affect us? How does all of this digital clutter, if we're not seeing it, and if it's not front and center, sometimes it is with our unused apps that we're using on our phone, how is this digital clutter really affecting us? Well, it's decreasing our productivity. It's highly distractive. We can't find the documents, the pictures, the phone numbers that we're looking for when we go and search for them. And it's wasting our time and making us less productive. Think about if you wanted to find a specific document, a specific photo from this event, or a specific number that you had to call back, like a client or something, and all of the time that you are wasting shuffling through the extra stuff that doesn't matter and that is not useful and that's just clutter, just to find the important stuff that you need. You are decreasing your productivity. It's also creating stress for you because you know in your mind, you see that 14,000 in your photo box, in your photo app, you see that number and it's overwhelming. You're like, what are all these pictures and videos that I've taken? And you see the number in your email inbox and you're like, I know that there's got to be some important stuff in there, but I can't I can't function and I can't take the time or nor do I want to take the time to shuffle through and to weed through all of the junk just to find the gold nuggets, just to find the important stuff. So all of this creates a lot of stress for you. You're ignoring it, but it doesn't ever go away and so it continues to create this elephant in the room that you're never even addressing. It also reduces our security online because when we have our stuff here, there, and everywhere, we've subscribed to every email newsletter, we've put our information out there 
on all these different places and we have all these different passwords that we can't even remember what the passwords are, we decrease our internet security. Okay, we need to minimize what we subscribe to, what we're involved in, so that we maintain our privacy. It also hinders the environment. All of this digital data, we think it's just, you know, it's it's not having impact, but it does create CO2 in our environment. And increased CO2 is not good for um, an optimal environment for us to live in. It also decreases the the speed of our devices. When we have a lot of clutter and a lot of digital data on our devices, our devices aren't working for us at optimal speed. And it starts to slow down our internet connection. It starts to slow down our upload and our downloads. And we're not able to use these tools, which that's what they're meant for. They're, They're tools to improve our life. They're actually hindering our life and making us more frustrated because we can't get control of our bad habits to create digital clutter. We're going to talk about that today. Our bad habits with creating our digital clutter. You, Your digital clutter is probably out of control and you can't get a handle on it because you have a bad habit of taking a photo every place you go because you think you need to document it. You think if you don't document it, that it never happened. You think if you don't share it on social media, that it never happened. You think you are insignificant if you don't take a picture of it and you don't document it and you don't share it on, on social media, okay? Your life can happen without you documenting every single thing. Your life can happen without you saving every, do, every freebie that you've downloaded from the internet. Your life can happen without any of the devices at all. Now, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to say get rid of all your devices. But I'm going to say clean them up and get them to where they're useful to your life. They're not creating stress for you. And they're actually bettering your life and making you more productive in your functions throughout the day. So how can we do that? How can we declutter our devices and get control of our clutter. Okay, I'm gonna give you four different areas that you can start working on to clean up the digital clutter in your life. All right, we're gonna start with the thing that you probably touch the most every single day is your smartphone. I'm gonna give you a couple of tasks that I want you to do to clean up the clutter on your smartphone. I want you to remove any unused and or rarely used apps. So start with start with your screen first, okay? You're going to remove any unused or rarely used, like you might use it for one thing every once in a while. Remove those apps. Like if you have, like, a, like a, for instance, my banking app. I don't have a lot of apps on my phone um, compared to most people, but my banking app, I rarely ever refer to my my bank unless I'm like on my computer. I I usually go to my computer to get on my computer and to get into my bank account to check it out because I just like being able to see it clearer and to view it. If you have downloaded your bank app or like your credit card app, like we have a Capital One credit card and I hardly ever, if ever, probably three times a year, go into that app. If you never use those types of apps and you 
access your accounts on your computer, you can delete or get rid of those apps. I would say go hard, go go really like hardcore on this and delete a lot of your apps that you aren't using regularly. And if you find yourself that you need to go back to that app, you can always re-download it. It's really easy. It's it's still downloaded in your in your cloud. All you have to do is re-download it to your phone. So the first thing I want you to do on your smartphones is remove any unused or rarely used apps. That might be games that you played like on a trip and you no longer play it. It might be like photo apps that you like um, that you edit your photos. Just remove those apps. All right, the next thing I want you to do is I want you to reduce your screen clutter by changing your display background to a black or white color. For me, I have black on my background. Don't put a photo of your family, of yourself, or of a quote on your home screen background, all right? I want you to remove any pictures that you have and I want you to put either black or white. I, I just say stick with black or white. I, I don't even wanna say put a color because that color is digital clutter as well and it, it has a it doesn't have a good contrast with all of the colors of your app. Black and white creates negative space for your eyes, and so it gives a, a break when you're looking from one app to the other. All right, so go ahead and reduce your screen clutter by changing your display color to black or white. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to optimize your productivity by organizing your apps based on your daily time blocks. Okay, what are time blocks? Well, I'll have to cover that later on when I do time blocking. So for me, I work, I mainly use my phone for work. So what I have is on my front screen, I have all of my work apps. Okay, I have my photo editing app, I have my video editing app, I have my Pinterest app, I have my, um, my graphics app. I have all of those apps. Now, I do not consider my social media apps to be a part of work. So I actually have those not even on my phone's home screen. I have those removed from my phone's home screen because they they are a distraction, and I have them over in the files on my phone. So what I have is my communication apps on the bottom of my iPhone. These are iPhone apps instructions, not Android. So you'll have to look at your Android phone and see what it looks like for you. But on the bottom of my iPhone, I have you have the little bar, the little task bar. And on that bar, you get four apps. I keep my four most um, used apps for communication down there in my task bar. Then on my front screen, I have all of my work, um, my work apps that I use for my productivity during my work time, my work block. Then on my next screen, when I flip over, those are my more fun apps or rarely used apps. I put those either in folders to make them even smaller. Um, If you're not accessing apps on a daily basis, I say group them up in folders on your app, like for entertainment, for utilities, for financial stuff, for education, just group them up in different topics. All right, so optimize your productivity by organizing your apps. The next thing is, and I kind of touched on this a little bit, is I want you to hide addictive 
apps, hide addictive apps, and apps that easily distract you from any tasks that you need to do. All right. So for me, these are social media apps. They are highly addictive and they easily distract me. So I just remove them completely and I hide them in my phone's folder. When I swipe all the way to the left, they're way over there and I don't have them on my home screen at all. You can even put them in folders, a folder titled like social media. Um, Just I want you to hide any addictive apps. You can remove them altogether, but be careful removing um, your apps like Reels, or not Reels, but Instagram, because if you remove your Instagram app from your phone and you have created a bunch of Reels on your phone, Reels are small videos that you can share on Instagram or Facebook. Um, If you do that, if you delete your Instagram app from your phone, you will actually lose all of the content that you have created and stored in your drafts. So learn from my mistake. Don't delete your Instagram app. Just hide it and remove it from your home screen. All right, the next thing I want you to do And the last thing, and we're going to move on to the next part, is I want you to turn off your notifications. Take the time and just turn off your notifications. Uh, Unless on the, keep your notifications on for the apps that you need for communication. Like for me, I have to have my text messages on because my husband's going to try to get a hold of me. So things like that, even for my Facebook Messenger, I have that notification completely turned off and because I don't want to be notified. I want to control the time when I get into those apps and I want to be able to see the notifications when I go into those apps and not have that red mark that is alerting me that somebody has texted me and needs me right then. So go ahead and turn off your notifications. Okay, friends, we are going to pause right there for today because that was pretty lengthy and I want you to really take in the information that I shared with you about decluttering your digital digital clutter and start right there with your cell phone. And I'm going to come back tomorrow. I usually don't do um, a succession of of podcast episodes, but I really think that we really need to break this apart into a couple of different sections. So go ahead and we're going to stop right there for today. And I want you to go back and I'm going to list out the things that I want you to do on your cell phone again. So remove unused or rarely used apps. Change your home screen color to black or white. Optimize your productivity by organizing your apps based on what you're doing in your different time blocks. Hide your addictive apps and then turn off all of your notifications. So start with that information, ingest it, put it to practice, go ahead and apply it, and I will see you right back here tomorrow as we dive into the other areas that I want you to sort through as you're decluttering your digital clutter. I'll see you tomorrow, friends. Hey friend, are you ready to finally get your act together, become more productive in life and in business, and significantly reduce your stress? Well, I'm ready to help you make these changes, and we're going to do it by overhauling your habits. Sure, decluttering and organizing your home is going to give you some immediate gratification, but it will be short-lived if you don't change your habits and you don't stop taking on the identity of an unorganized, unfocused, hot mess mama. 
It's time to stop treading water in the deep end and start thriving in your dreams and your life purposes. Go to habitsandhome.com slash habit30 to join the Habits at Home Accountability Program. While you're there, join my email list to receive my subscriber exclusive, straightforward, no fluff, do it right now and delete tips and encouragement. Until next time, I'm Lisa at the Habits and Home Show.